0: This is YouTube.
1: And this is in light entertainment.
0: entertainment. What's going on, guys? We're in Throwback Thursday, and we are about to be a little swashbuckety uh, this this uh, Thursday with yeah, with uh, kind of with a movie that a lot of people. Like dope. it's it's sad because like not a lot of people bring this movie up, uh, especially in like '90s like kind of action adventure films, um, because this definitely is uh, a '90s action adventure film. If you ever seen one, well, late '90s actually.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, yes, it's an action film. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think, like, personally, <laughs> the reason why I never bring it up is because <laughs> it just, it feels, there's, like, the 1950s, 60s Zorro TV show, uh-huh. so when I think of Zorro, I always think of that, and I know, like, growing up, mm-hmm. there was, a, that was always on, like, I think on Nickelodeon or something, as reruns, <laughs> like, it was and Zorro, and, and all of those old TV shows. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah, well, yeah, so, yeah, it's the movie that we are talking about, of course, we're <laughs> just having into, to, it. is The Mask of Zorro, which was released in July 17, 1998. Um, so, time, capsule time, 1998. So, what were we watching? This is what we were watching. So, we're going from five to one. Uh, Veronica's Closet, number five, Monday Night Football, number four, Frasier, number three, Friends, number two, and e Ah, <laughs> Number one, hold it down. And song uh, was the, is, the hit collaboration with, with Brandy and Monica called The Boy Is Mine." Yeah, oh man, they did a lot of this is July. This is summer. Yes, they played the song all summer. I don't remember this. <laughs> I,
1: don't, I mean, I remember that being a thing, but I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't pick that song out of a lineup, listening lineup, if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was definitely a a summer hit, no doubt about that. Uh, yeah, and so people were going to the movies and checking this bad boy out. Uh, now, this movie stars Sir Anthony Hopkins, uh, Antonio Menderes, and Catherine Zeta Jules.
1: Yes.
0: And, and, and all, all, these, all these 90s, and, and all of them were just like peak, like hot, you know. <laughs> you had peak hot Catherine, you had peak hot uh, Antonio, you know, even Anthony Hopkins was, you know. He wasn't, like, old, old yet.
1: No, uh, I mean, he was still older. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was born in 37, so he was already in his late... He was... Sixty-one. Mm, okay. Uh, when this came out. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, so in other words, he was he was younger than Harrison Ford doing the fourth Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I anyway. don't so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, but he does pull off some nice eyeliner um, in the movie. <laughs> Uh,
0: yeah, so like uh, Joe said, so Zorro is a property that's uh, been around for decades, decades, and decades. Because um, there was, it was originally like serials like like were there books for or, or just like like a radio show, or
1: yeah, I think I think it was maybe um you know I didn't look it up. <laughs> Normally, my job to dive into the things that we need to know. Uh, it was definitely a TV show in right. the late fifties. Um, I do think it was also a radio, but I'm not sure if it was also like a uh, a dime novel or like nickel mm-hmm. magazine, whatever those things are called.
0: Right, I know um, got those not to, but Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so this is a. This is a character that's been around for a while, you know. And I don't know what came first, Zoro or Batman, because but you can definitely draw a lot of parallels between the two characters.
1: Yeah. And I didn't look that up either. I dropped
0: the ball and looked at everything. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Dang. It, Jawa. That's okay. But you know what? We 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 can we can just upload uh on our page like the history of Zorro or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we will do that. So so you listeners at Infight Entertainment can read up on the Zoro character and get some knowledge. But this particular record, we just, you know, we're just going to laser in on the 1998 version of Zero, um, which was directed by the great Martin Campbell. Now, Martin Campbell. Now, he is a person that if you need um, like a franchise or a franchise that involves like a main character, kind of like rebooted or not or reintroduced into like a new era. Martin Campbell's your man. Let me tell you why. Because Martin Campbell directed Goldeneye, like Pierce Brosnan's like first Bond movie. So this is like this is like the 90s Bond. This is like, you know, James Bond being introduced into the 90s. He's re not reimagined, but he's introduced to like a new, you know, batch of people that didn't really care about Bond or knew about Bond. So he brought Bond back into the eyes of the culture. And and then he did it again with Casino Royale, Daniel Craig's introduction into uh, 007. You get the pattern of your people. Martin Campbell knows how to kind of bring a franchise back into the culture. Like, okay, it's good again. Yeah so and uh and he did the same thing with the uh, Mask of Zorro. <laughs> he brought yeah. Zorro
1: back to, you know, the people. Yeah, so while Yusuf was educating us on the director of Mask of Zorro, I went and googled Zorro. <laughs> uh and it means Zorro is it means Spanish or it means fox in Spanish mm-hmm. um, and he's sort of like Robin Hood in that he fights a nobility noble um, on behalf of the peasantry and indigenous peoples of Mexico and California and the first time it was he, his character was introduced was in August of 1919 oh okay in the pulp magazine, all story weekly, it was a five part story.
0: Oh, right on. Okay, so yeah, so so Batman was biting off of Zorro.
1: Yep. Uh, and then the first film of Zorro was actually in
0: 1920. <laughs> yeah, he's been around for a while. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So okay, so Anthony Hopkins, uh he plays the original Zorro character, um uh Don Diego de la Vega. I, I I just love Zorro's name. That's like the most like awesome name. Like if I had a son, I'd name him Don Diego de la Vega. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so we kinda see uh, kind of like he's 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 like at this point in Zoro's life, he's kind of over the hill, he's a little older you know, he's kind of like um, uh, rigs and lethal weapons, kind of like I'm getting kind of getting too old for this shit he's kind of at that phase of his you know, uh, crusading uh, at the same time you have a, you know, a, little, a little daughter and beautiful wife waiting for him at home um but things go sour when uh Don Rafael Montero, he's our lead, he's our big daddy. Okay, let me let me let me just emphasize how vi- I never paid attention to how villainous this is. Okay, so if a man
1: He's a big time, a big time villain.
0: Okay, I never broke down what he actually the end. It, it's all watch. Just watch. Watch. It. I'm like, okay. So he have his uh, man accidentally killed killed his wife, right? He takes his daughter, imprisons him, and burn his house. There. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of similar uh, to the Count of Monte Cristo. Yes. Um, and I don't remember any of those characters' names, but you have the one one guy who's put in prison while his friend goes and takes his girlfriend and uh, who is pregnant and raises his child as his own. So, you could say that Zorro was slightly inspired by both Robin Hood and the Count of Monte Cristo.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so much of Monte Cristo in here. Um, yeah, and then we kind of flash forward to these kind of, band of brothers played by, you know, Antonio Manderas, and I forgot the brother's name, the, the actor's brother's name. Uh, so, we yeah, so we kind of see them kind of doing their thing, and they're kind of on the same lines of, like, how Cesaro would, you know, would, you know, help the people out and all that good stuff, but, you know, they get caught by this general. Is it me or did the general, that white general or like Keith Keeper 7 a little bit in certain angles with a beard. Uh, no. No, it's like he kind of looked like certain angles, like Keeper 7 with a beard and mustache. No. Okay. That's just me. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So we have like this mortal enemy of Antonio Banderas because he's seen this Confederate, like, white soldier type. Person kill his brother and beheads him. I mean, this this movie is kind of dark. <laughs>
1: yeah, the, the colonizer comes in and is being mean to the indigenous folks and beheads Zorro's or Antonio Bander's brother because he's a, he's a thief, right? Yeah,
0: and yeah, and so this is where we see the. You know, the older Zorro, or pretty much the, the Antonio Bandera's Zorro, breaks out of prison, you know, he's in hiding. He's about to kill Montero for, you know, imprisoning him. But we see a grown up blossomed uh Elena played by Catherine zeta Jones, uh Anthony Hopkins, you know, baby girl that he seen before he went to prison. Uh and so he he falls back and he have to figure out a plan. That's what we come across Antonio Banderas. So now, what I really think is very unique about this movie is because we have two revenge stories going on. You know, like Antonio Banderas is avenging the death of you know his brother, and Andy Hardy is like avenging you know what happened to him and reclaiming his daughter. Um, like it could that could have, that could be two movies, but they somehow made this work to where like these two characters are kind of sharing like the same movie-in story. This is interesting. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and then we go with then we get into the Obi-Wan Luke Skywalker-esque training. You know, we have to teach the new Zoro, how to be Zoro.
1: I oh, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Which again is sort of similar to Monte Cristo. Um, he, he not only does he learn sword fighting from the master, but he also learns how to be a gentleman because eventually their plan is that Antonio's character, who goes by Alejandro, mm-hmm. is going to present himself as a a noble that is in California to speak to the the, the man running the area and mm-hmm. that the king of Spain <clears throat> believes that he can get, win it back for them.
0: Right. Yeah, so they definitely have to infiltrate and see what Montero is doing so they can form the ultimate plan. Now... <clears throat> Montero, like, is pretty bawdy, so, so they were getting the gold to sell back to, like, but, okay, they were getting the gold from the territory that they were trying to buy and selling it back to them? Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had
1: a secret, secret mine to mine gold and their plan was to buy the territory back from Mexico. Right,
0: with, with Mexican money.
1: With Mexican
0: money, yes, yeah, 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 very, very very Trump, very Trump of him. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and so you know when all this stuff is unfolding, we start seeing things getting a little flirty and a little, little heavy with Elena um, and uh, Antonio. Um, Yeah, we're seeing that going on, and then you know we're seeing kind of the, the evolution. Of Alejandro uh, as Zorro. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, okay, guys, think of it as like the first season of Daredevil. You know, we see Murdoch kind of getting into his skills, but he haven't put his signature Daredevil suit on yet. It's like he's still like trying to like be Daredevil. So he has not earned the outfit yet. So kind of the same situation with Alejandro, you know, like. Like we see Anthony Hopkins all like all white most of the time, but you know, we just see uh, Alejandro with just kind of like a rag over a kind of a rag that he put over his head to mask himself, but he don't have the hat yet. He don't have the you know the black uh getup yet um throughout most of the movie because you know he's because he hadn't earned it
1: <laughs> yet. Mm. Yeah, so after uh, Zorro infiltrates the nobility of California um, he also starts to fall in love with the young Elena and Elena soon comes to realize that the person that she thought was her father is not actually her father mm-hmm. and that's when everything starts to come apart yeah
0: that's when the ultimate revelations and showdowns begin. Okay, so that's kind of like they're like. All right, now let's get into the stunts. Let's get into the fight, the sword fighting, because <laughs> it was pretty damn
1: awesome. Yeah. Um, Zoro is known for having two types of weapons. He has a sword, and then he also has his whip. Antonio Banderas, he trained with the Spanish Olympic team for four months, but then he also worked with Bob Anderson, who trained Errol Flynn in all of his original movies. And if you don't know who Errol Flynn is, go Google that. <laughs> and then, so Anthony Hopkins, he actually almost turned down the part because he had really bad back pain. He wasn't sure if he'd be able to do um a lot of the work that was going to be taking place playing Zoro but he was he he did accept because he had some back surgery and he was the one that pushed for Zoro to keep his whip and so he he was a big proponent of keeping the whip and he used his whip that was used in Legends of the Fall Um, (laughs) earlier movies he was in
0: Hey, yeah, wow, so that's a good, that's a good tip is there. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, you know, the 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 sequences, like it's just, I don't know if we could, if we could ever get back to these kind of movies, like just the straight swashbuckling element of the movies. You know, just you know the swordplay, the flipping, the kicking, the throwing, of you know the flinging. You know, the horse, I mean, the horse stunt was crazy. I mean, riding the two horses,
1: like... I mean, so, we reviewed a movie that had some crazy stunts like this recently. Which one? The uh, Korean movie. The, the, the like, takeoff of Lockstock and... Not, not, lock Lockstock. Uh, the good, the bad, the ugly. Oh, the was
0: bad, and the weird. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, But yeah, but I think, but this one was very, like, stripped down. Um, And also, you know, like old school Asian um, cinema, how they used to shoot it, like, I, I used to love when these action sequences were in live shots. You can actually see like how these like moves were being done, you know, like you can appreciate like the choreography of the fights. I mean, there's no, there's no last shots anymore. Like no more wide shots in action. It's always shaky cam. It's always like in your face. It's always tight. Like you don't really know like what kind of style of fighting like the characters are doing. You just see they're throwing a punch and someone is falling. That's it. Um Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I'll give you that. Yes, that film. This film has it, and Antonio Banderas did a lot of his. His he tried to do a lot of his own stunts, so that is pretty impressive. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: And also, you know, and you know, they did. Yeah, you know, him and Captain had to do a nice little, you know, steamy little dancey dance, you know, together.
1: <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of. um Arnold Schwarzenegger movie.
0: Oh, True Lies. Yes. <laughs> the tango. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but this was a, a lot sexier. <laughs> so tango.
1: Yes, I, I feel watching Antonio Banderas do the tango is a little bit more believable than <laughs> Sorcerer's Because <not. laughs> it's just as I just
0: see like Sorcerer's just like doing, like trying to remember his steps but he wasn't like really like pivoting his hips <laughs> He was just like one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And True, True Lives
1: came out four years before this movie. So, I mean, it could have been inspired
0: by that because it is sort of it's the sort of same. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, but Catherine and Antonio is definitely hotter.
1: Um, <laughs> so speaking of Catherine Zeta-Jones, so this movie um, had a couple different directors lined up and a couple different actors lined up before it settled on the final cast. Mm. Um, Robert Rodriguez was asked to film this movie. Um, but he wanted, he was going to do it a little bit more violent. Of course. Which would be rated R. Of course. Um, wanted Salma Hayek to play Elena, which
0: okay. I wouldn't be against less... that. I wouldn't be against
1: that. And then Steven Spielberg was also offered to direct it, but he was directing uh, Saving Private Ryan. Mm. And so he turned it down, but he decided to stay on. I think he's an executive producer.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's under Anne his production. Yeah.
1: And then um, Shakira. Um, the singer? The singer was also offered the role of Elena. Hold on, when did Shakira come out? I thought she came out in like the 2000s. Well, for us American speaking folks, yeah. Oh, yeah, right.
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> true, 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 true.
1: Um, yeah. uh, for, for for folks in uh, Central South America, Mexico, she she had been around for a while. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, and like I said. If you want to bring an old league like, franchise back to the forefront of culture, you call Martin Campbell. And thank goodness they called him because he know what to do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, he did it. And also, hats off to him because he made he made so many like cool, like iconic, just like at the beginning, you know, you just have a silhouette of Zorro, like with a white light behind him. And, you know, he carves the Z like it's like it's like the bat signal or something. You know, the fiery Z, boom, 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 you know, like it's a superhero movie. I almost felt like, all right, this is is a superhero. Because it was like a lot of superhero-esque images in there, you know, with you know, uh, what's the horse name? I forget the black horse. uh anyway. yeah, the black horse, which I love. The black horse is awesome. Even though horse is an awesome character in <laughs> movie. Uh, yeah,
1: so. Yeah. I mean, speaking of like iconic images in the movie, there's the final like sword fight scene. And when Zoro pulls his sword out of his. Sword holder things ever. <laughs> uh, the like the light, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So you think that that would be CGI, but no, that was all done by Antonio holding the sword just perfectly for the light to bounce off.
0: See, that's how awesome Antonio is. I mean, that's dedication. I mean, he was all in on his movie, and it shows. It shows his performances. It shows in his. Action sequences, you know, even shows and like, you know, the you know, the, the moments between, you know, him and Catherine. Which I could I, I, I give hats off to them too because they they had some camera on some on screen chemistry together, you know. Um I thought that was, you know, that was believable to me. You know, sometimes like like the whole man and woman thing could be forced. Like, you got know, felt like, sometimes you feel really forced. <clears throat> but I think, you know, because of the circumstances within the story of, you know, Anthony Hopkins, so happened to have a daughter, Elena, you know, it's just, it's like, like it makes sense that these people connect in a certain way, the way they did, you know, yeah, because they're all intertwined in this plot, you know.
1: Yeah, so guess who was uh, supposed to, if, if uh, Spielberg was directing it, play Zorro? Tom Haynes. I <laughs> mean, um, you got the first name right. It was Tom Cruise. Ooh. Well,
0: hey, at least the running sequences would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't see him, like jumping on the horse and riding it. <laughs> uh, it would have to take play, like jump it forward to nowadays, uh, to modern times versus <laughs> the <80s>.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, well I'm glad they did not do that.
1: <laughs> agreed, agreed. Yes, yeah, yes. Uh, and for all of our listeners out there they're hearing a new dog. That is
0: use of neighbor. Oh, wow. You hear it, too? Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah, see what I mean? Oh, wow. Oh, uh, goodness. Well, <laughs> well on, on, on that note, what's our Stuck on Tarback uh, review uh, rating, sir?
1: Yeah, it is sitting on the sofa enjoying it with a family because it's PG-13, uh, putting on your shoes or going and washing the dishes, you can have it on in the background, um, or and while you're watching it, like doing something else in the house, or uh, going outside and taking on all the crazies.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, it's definitely a sundial for me. I mean, I I remember liking it when I like I seen it. I thought it was entertaining when I and I seen it in the theaters, but like. Like going back and watching it, like I was like, man, I really liked this movie. It was like so many like things that I was like, I appreciate that I don't see anymore. You know, like like good horse stunts and you know, like swashbuckle and sword fights. <laughs> like it's just it's it's in this time and I really enjoy it
1: movie could be released today, and it still holds up. I mean, it is a good, fun action family movie um, that that speaks to the colonizer and <laughs> <that> tries to <laughs> defeat the colonizers. It's a good, it's a good message. Movie. Or today. (laughs) I mean, the colonizers happen to be from Spain, but they're still colonizers.
0: Exactly. Colonizers, colonizers.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's Sit Down as well. It's a fun, solid movie uh, that... And, you know, I encourage to watch with the family Friday night.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's fun stuff, guys. Um And yeah, plus it's you now it's an old school property. You know, it's a little little history. I, I guess it'll be a. <laughs> right? uh, was it was it created in America or about to say it's a little it's American history? But I don't know, probably not.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's sort of it's yeah, it's inspired by real things that happened in Mexico, so. Uh, and Southern California, so I feel like you could watch it with a family and then uh, go have your kids learn all about the um, Mexican Spanish history.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and, and the evil of colonizing.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I encourage it. Exactly. <laughs> and we, so if you have Paramount Plus here in the U.S., you can watch it on there. Uh, but I think it's it's also free to rent on Amazon Prime if you have that. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty easy to find out there if you're interested in watching it.
0: Yes, and we definitely suggest it. If you haven't seen it, this movie went past you over the years. Definitely go 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 and watch it. You you, you will definitely enjoy it. Um, you get a kick out of it. Uh, so, you haven't got the mask of oh. um So, we'll catch you guys next week. Uh, have a great, safe weekend. Until then, we wish y'all safe physical distancing and
1: get your fucking vaccines.
0: Yes, please. Peace.